Oof. All right, man. We're cool. Going? Are we recording? We're recording. All right, man. Shoot. That's the rotor turns. Dick. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man. Uh, Welcome back. Another... Salud. 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 Should be nice. Shit, man. That's nice. Nice. Well, I don't even keep count. Yeah. Well, this is some uh, tall Madu. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... A little, little disclaimer before we start there. Well, got oh that. yeah, we got to start with that. <laughs> we can't that, start that, with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that bitch is good right there. That little thing. Oh little yeah, plenty yeah. on that. So you know, this is as the rotor turns. This is uh, the opinion of Carlos Tavares, not of the rescue company one and his employees. Anybody like to hire the rescue company one? With the way we offer hire, so give us a call. Um, it's just you know whatever the fuck I want to say. So if anything I say offends you, well, go fuck yourself and shut the thing off. You know, so, uh, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I'm actually enjoying doing this. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Uh, this is the greatest outlet. You know, if nobody ever listens to it. Uh, At least we do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, the greatest time so listening to I it. I think one of the coolest parts is, like, so we can, we can probably tell people now about the episode that they're going to have to pay for one day. Yeah. But that, bro, I was I was editing that. I was sitting at the house. That was the best part of my day, bro. It was like, like the, the, the only thing that beat the moment of edit, editing the episode we're not going to put out in the public was actually being there for that episode. Yeah. Like, that shit was epic. <laughs> you know? So we recorded these three degenerates that work here at the rescue company morning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, these guys, uh, God, what a waste of time. But it's awesome. <laughs> It was such an awesome <laughs> thing. We fucking laughed our asses off. Oh. So we're recording at the house today. Yeah. It's a little different than uh, recording at a... Uh, Why are we here today? What happened? Uh, oh, busy yeah. day. Oh, we, we got ready day. for... We got a pool day getting ready for... Uh, yeah, we got a, a big pool day tomorrow. For, yeah. For helicopter search and rescue class, you know. Um, so the 10 hopefuls are there. Yeah. They get their asses kicked. It's cold here in Orlando. Yeah. Today. Surprisingly. So it's like yeah. 40 degrees, so... Uh, We'll see, man, how they do that tomorrow. Cold, yeah. cold as a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes on. But you know, it, uh, we started off with Dick. <laughs> so Trish had us watch this. Uh, this a history history of uh, cuss words or uh, history, history of swear, swear words. Swear words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is about the history of the word dick. Uh, and it's, it was good. <laughs> and, and the reason that's funny is a lot of people that are on the outside of the rescue company one. We send a lot of dick uh, <laughs> pictures back and forth. Not of our own dick. That's against the rules. But it happens. Yeah, it has happened. Which <laughs> we have to. We have written people up for that. Yeah, we enforce yeah, yeah. the rules hardcore here. Article fifteen. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know how I started doing it, but every time somebody would text something <laughs> stupid, I would send them a giant offensive dick. Usually. <laughs> a, a black dick <laughs> and you know I spend my time looking for those man you know you gotta get the right one bro you can't yeah, just send I'm, any dick pic. I mean I'm gonna tell you what when the FBI finds my phone there'd be nothing but googling of black penises it's <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, so I think you even have veiny black dick <laughs> so that's that's just yeah. some of the things that you know we do and it is just, uh, it's funny and it's caught on now everybody sends them <laughs> you know, and it's uh, and then you have the guy that's like, hey, 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 bro, not your own. dick, yeah, yeah, a dick, yeah. So <laughs> gotta let the new guys know. <laughs> so when I, re- you know, I retired when I re- on my retirement party, uh, Trish, act- Trish actually had a giant black dick cake. cake. I saw, I think yeah. I saw a picture of that. I think it was awesome. <laughs> it was delicious. It was a delicious black dick cake. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, man, it's uh, it's just one of those things that's just funny. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cracking. That shit was cracking me. It kind of makes me think, like, so my daughter, I tell her, I said, maybe there's non-dick related, but it's like one of those stupid things we enjoy, you know? I, yeah, I tell yeah. my daughter, Everly, I said, maybe there's two types of people in this yeah. world. People who think farts are funny and people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my daughter thinks farts are the funniest thing in the world. That's all I need. I've, I've won. Yeah, you I've won. won at you this won. point. <laughs> you won, man. You know, uh, uh, Zoe, my stepkid, she, she thinks they're hilarious too. <laughs> and she, fuck, boy, she can lay out, she can lay out a car, bro. <laughs> She'll empty out a car on the freaking highway. When you sit uh, out there, you're like, I'd rather get hit by a truck this morning. <laughs> right? you, know, uh, you know, hilarious. Yesterday, I'm on a flight and I lay one out. That I can't understand, dude. And it's so cold outside. Patient woke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we used to, in the, on the rescue truck, me and my partner started playing this game called Turtle. And okay. basically, as you know, you get in the cab, you turn the, you turn the air off, and then you fart. And, <laughs> and then the first person that sticks their head out of the window, like a turtle, sticks their head out, she loses. I don't lose a turtle, man. Uh, shit. Yeah. And boy, my partner Manny at the time was a funny motherfucker. That's another dude. I'll swallow some vomit. I'll uh, tell you right uh, now. I'll yeah. beat you in a, in a vomit swallow. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, you don't you don't want to go one on one of this. I don't lose a turtle. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. You haven't played me, bro. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of uh, farts, here we got the king of farts sitting next to Ron. Here is my English bulldog. Yeah, you can hear it coming out of his north end every now and then. Yeah, he's a funny dude. He's in there, in there taking a nap. <laughs> So, it's pretty hilarious. Woke him up. So, uh, but you know, man, it, it I was made me think of like funny calls that I've been on. Like, I think I've been wanting to do like a thing on this. Like, oh yeah, yeah, the best. Like, I guess you would say the best calls ever that you ever <laughs> have. <laughs> One of the funniest things that I've ever seen is that this this uh, cup of the church sends me a picture of the specimen cup. And it looks like <laughs> it looks like sperm in it. <laughs> you remember that? Keep talking. So she goes. She goes. Look, was working in triage today, and and I had this dude. Uh, I asked this dude for a specimen. He's complaining, <laughs> and he, get, he came back, and he had like it looked like semen. They just took the cloudy phone, ass. They right? took the foam and put it in the cup, and they said, "I got like, man, that's 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 some awesome shit right there." <laughs> I had a lady. I was I was at AMR. And we were in the back seat. It was nighttime. She could see her reflection in the in the glass window in the back door. And she's looking out the back, just sitting on the um, on the stretcher. And and she looks back, and she has this inquisitive look on her face. And she goes, "Is she coming with us?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she uh, she thinks that's another person. Like that's, that's her. That's some, that's some crazy. I see. Right that was there. a good ride, bro. Yeah. Good ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What do you what do you see right now? And right now, what about now? Oh right, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it was nuts, man. Oh, um, but yeah, man. she was she was dead serious, and I was like, "This is cool." Like the, the <laughs> amount of stuff that you see in an EMS career is unreal, dude. Like I've had I've had every type. <laughs> I think I've had a dude with every different type of apple in his ass. <laughs> like if you if you were. If you were to, like, in 20 years, I've had five dudes with apples in his ass, and, like... You ever, like, with them, or, like, they thought they had them? No, 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 they had they had an apple in their ass. It was stuck in there, and that's why they called 911, and we're taking over the hospital. And I always ask them, like... I've only seen that on Google. So I've had a dude with a Fuji apple stuck in there. Uh, uh, gala apples? Yeah. That's my favorite. I don't think I've had a gala, but I've had a two Granny, Delici- uh, Granny Smiths. <laughs> 
I had a Golden Delicious in there. That was a funny call to call in. But I always call it in. I would call the report in with the type of apple. I would say, <laughs> I've got a granny. I've got a, I've got a gentleman with a, you know, Granny Smith <laughs> apple in there. Oh, <laughs> and it's just one of those fucking things, you know. And it's like, if I had to, like, take, like, how many people with stuff stuck inside of them that I've taken to the hospital, man, it's got to be, like, 20 calls. Like, I don't think I've taken anybody. I don't have a lot of nine one one experience. But. One of one of my favorite ones is people with like uh, the stick bottles, you know, in their hoo ha or in their ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you stick the bottle in the wrong way, it suctions. It's gone. It, 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 well, no, it just sucks. The bottle will be halfway out, but it's suctioned, and like you can't. Ah, oh, I see. You can't like, pull yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. Without pulling your insides out yeah yeah, yeah so, yeah. so it's, little, uh, what do they call that uh prolapse prolapse yeah yeah <laughs> or, or uh or or uh, or, uh rose budding is what... <laughs> it's the actual term in the business <laughs> rosebud yeah. so like you know so it's this crazy holmes is that you, you go damn i can't believe this person is and it's just it's cool though. I like being on those calls because they're all, you know, it's a good conversation starter. <laughs> but you know me, I always say people pay either with money or pay with stories. And I like people that pay with fucking stories. You ever seen that Ghostbusters episode, the cartoon, the old one, where he's like, Rosebud? You ever seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> told me, I'll let you tell your story. Yo. But for those who know, you know. Yeah. For those that don't, find out. <laughs> so, so, you know, I get this dude one time, calls in and out. I got to paint the scene for you. It's one of those days at the fire department where there's like training going on, three different types of training. And like the people on this unit um, that that I'm on for a few hours, you know, people have had the training, so we didn't have to go to any training. They just collected us and we're covering an area, you know what I mean? So we're like Universal Studios area. It's about a, as the, you know, HIPAA protection that I'll leave there. Um, I don't give a fuck. I don't work there anymore. Anyways. <laughs> so, 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 dude, what happens is I'm on this ladder truck that for the day. Now, notoriously, the ladder truck in Orlando doesn't, it goes on medical calls as like if everybody else is busy, you know? So, <laughs> gotcha. so I'm on this ladder truck with this ladder crew that's there at the station. They're hilarious as fuck. And uh, the lieutenant is uh, a dude. <laughs> and <laughs> this guy's the most eloquent speaker like i think he would make up words you know what i mean like he was just like damn that's a good just, word but he would, every once in a while he would have this just just this gem so we go into this uh we go into this hotel room because you know that area is number hotels yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we go to this hotel room and the thing that captures you right off the bat now being a nurse you gi bleed smell yeah it's yeah. something that just you, you just see it but it's not a gi bleed smell but it's a doo-doo and blood smell together, <laughs> you know, Bluto, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and, you know that's a, so it's kind of like it's not quite infectious GI bleed, but it's some doo in this blood. It's just like and it leaves a residue on your yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. man, you a sick motherfucker, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you got this. Business. Oh Jesus, we're gonna get to that story in a second. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, I was going to say, though, to take a side note, today I forget, I had a mental note with something you said in the last podcast that was creepy as fuck. And I go, and I go, there he is right there. That's creepy as shit. And everybody else was going to take this as creepy. 
Well, he doesn't know. So. <laughs> yeah, half the time I have no idea when I'm being creepy. So I need somebody to tell me. <laughs> anyways, so that so there we are, man. We, we're walking into the Bluto smell, Doodle and blood together. It, and it just it just hits me. And then it, you see this dude like pale, just looks horrible. He's laying in the bed. And then he goes, "Man, there's something, there's something wrong with my anus." <laughs> so, anyways, this I asked this dude. I go, "Hey, um, what happened?" He goes, "Yeah, <laughs> something's wrong with my anus." <laughs> I go, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna need more than that." <laughs> deets, bro, deets. So he starts to tell the details. He said, like, "I'm in town for business, and uh, I met some dudes." <laughs> and just as candid at the parliament house as soon as, it's just as candid as he could say it he is serious you know he's like you know we started using some toys and stuff and then we started fisting each other but okay okay keep and, going and then it looked like my asshole came out and it's been out for a day Ooh. this dude was rosebudding for a whole day God. and it looked black it'd be itchy it was, bro it was black looking dude like it was uh, necrotic yeah so the dude's super sick, man. You're looking at it? Oh, yeah, tell- yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, I had to look at it. There's no way I could ever no, look at myself. And yeah. And not look at it. You know, it's just medical. What kind purposes, of paramedic would you be if you didn't? Curiosity. <laughs> just I mean, anything anything you could say. God you smell got, it, taste it, whatever. No, it takes. no, no, there was no taste. <laughs> Damn, man, you're weird. Man, why did you come out so weird? So, anyways, you said I apologize for people around being weird as shit out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> so like just like how do you I mean I get it people do this shit but damn how do you get to the point where you're actually just, yeah that's bad that's we gotta call bad. 911 basically yeah that's being really like, relaxed get this out, like, well you could take a fist in your ass that's oh. being really relaxed I mean you just you just a trusting motherfucker you got some dude you got some dude with less trust left, yeah. his, left his football ring in his, in his ass in your ass I'm like damn fucking you know bowl imprint that dude though this is a, a, a funny thing about this call is this is the early onset of like us being able to call there's no sepsis alert at this time so but again me being a nurse like on the call I go you know this dude's septic as shit he's sick he's a sick motherfucker so, I get in the ambulance. I tell the lieutenant, I say, hey, I'm going to go with it. With him. He's like, what are you going on this? I said, this is the guy who's been prolapsed for oh, yeah, a yeah, day. Oh, yeah, 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 gotcha. Why are you going to go on this? I said, this dude's super sick. And, uh, dude, I get in trouble with this call, by the way. It's one of the funniest things in City of Orlando history. So, this dude's super tacky. He's hypotensive. Uh, so, I'm giving him fluids. I'm calling a sepsis alert on him. Which doesn't exist at the time. Like this is a, one of the original, like you know, infection alert. I think it's just said. I said I got I got uh-huh. a medical red due to infection. This is what we got, and then the dude becomes hypotensive, and so I give him um. So I get in trouble over giving him dopamine. Now at the time in the city, we only that's all we had as a person. But you know, I've given him two liters of fluid. And there's nothing's changing, and um, obviously, you know how we had something different. How we had the ability to to uh, make an epidrip, which we didn't have any to make an epidrip, we didn't, you know, um, at the time. You know, we had thousand bags and stuff like that. I guess we could have made one out of that, but what was readily available was the dopamine. Why do you think the doctor had an issue with that dopamine? I mean, like I turned on you, we're just talking about prolapse and rosebuds. 
and your creepiness <laughs> is just asking you. Um, I don't know. Well, his thing was attackiness. Because now I've made the dude more tacky. Okay. You know, and I get it, but like, uh, you know, I got the dude's pressure came up. And I was, and like, if all you have is dopamine, where, how much, where would you stop the dopamine at? Where would you start it at? Well, it depends on what my intent was. Like, if I'm trying to... My just... intent is to cause some vasoconstriction on this guy, right? Because we're vasally dilated in the septic shock, are we not? Yeah, so... But, Absolutely. So, but for... The, I mean, you're looking up towards, towards like, 20 micrograms per kilogram at that point. Or, like, 15 va- for vasoconstriction, right? Am I... Or, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I, I, I would say you more like a 10 mic per kilo. Okay. You know, 10 yeah, mic I mean, per Obviously, kilo. you're much better at... at yeah, like a t- 10 mic per kilo... But it's, but yeah, you're gonna have some significant heart rate changes in that in that at that point in the game. Okay. You know, so yeah, I mean, we came in to do like in the 140s when he was originally like 110 kilos. You know, I mean 110 uh, beats per minute. So he's like, in the, you know, he's 140 uh, on the heart rate. By the time we get to the hospital, pressure's up though. Right. Um, I did stop the dopamine um, uh, um, uh, in route. You know, like as the pressure came up, it was like it came up to like. A 132 over 100, you know what I mean? Okay. So I was like, right, let me get this thing down a little bit. You know what I mean? Pause for a second so you can hear Bandit. No, it's not slow. Is he, is he still alive? <laughs> so, anyways, man. So, you know, but what I was saying is, is like, this is the original. So, bring me to another story in Sierra Landa. So, like, one of the th- other things that, uh, I, as I would, you know, was flying on my job and then I would come to the fire department, I would do things, you would go to calls where I would do things that, like, you know, we were doing at the helicopter we weren't necessarily able to do. So two things that we, me and my partner, we both flew at, at Bayflight at the time, IOs on adults. You got to think that there is a time, for you millennials out there, there is a time where we didn't do IOs on adults. And, like, you would sit there and poke the shit out of an adult and if you needed, you know, there's just no option to. So we would take a regular um, uh, 15 gauge jam sheety and put it in people in adults' tibias at the time and shit. Um, me and my partner would do this because we were doing this at the helicopter. And uh, man, you would fucking think we were doing uh, surgery out in the field. Like, it was crazy. But what happens? We get in trouble over it a month later. Easy IOs. Oh, shit. Yeah, because. The easy IO, we were one of the locations for the easy IO studies was Bayfield. So we were putting adult IOs in for years before that shit hit the market. And we were doing it uh, as a group out of San Antonio. That's where they were originally at, and us. And uh, we were doing easy IOs way back then. And it was crazy. So um, the other thing I got in trouble over was bougies. What about them? A, a dude actually wrote me up for you. Like starting an innovation with one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So we didn't have, again, not in a protocol thing, but one of the greatest, uh, um, a guy, do, uh, Dr. Sylvester, God rest his soul, he was the greatest medical directors ever. I get written up. And this this chief is so confident he's going to take me down. Um, and uh, I won't say the chief's name, but it rhymes with Dean Smith. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, this dude was so confident. How about this? And we go to this meeting. The doctor goes, you know, that's a good idea. We should add that to the protocol. And that's all. That's how that meeting ended, dude. Well. So, well yeah. I mean, did we do some shit that maybe we weren't supposed to? Yeah. But 
and I guess my thing is, is that, you know, protocols are there for a reason. You know, you should follow them. Um, you know, and if you're not doing something that was within the protocol, yeah, if you do something that's not within the protocol, you know, do it with, the, with good intent for right, the yeah. patient, right? I mean, because even if you fuck it up, at least your intent yeah. will back you up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do it with good intent. If it's within your scope of practice. Right, right. You might right? learn something. Yeah. Know? Do it within your scope of practice. So let's talk about a situation where this dumbass does, not me as a dumbass or you, but a, a general dumbass that sounds fucked <laughs> up on a call. All right, so this is a good call. All right, okay. so here you go. This is a carny lady. Man, carnies. I love carnivals. <laughs> oh, man. So this lady, and we don't discriminate against carnies. We, we actually think they're very cool people. So this carny lady, she's a diabetic. You with okay, me? I'm following. A diabetic carny, pregnant, delivering a breech baby. Typical. <laughs> what? Well, if you hear... <laughs> But falling good. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so as drunk as we are right now, to 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 give people. Why is why is why is that so funny? To you? I mean, why not? It's a carny. Yeah, yeah. So listen. So to give people some benefit or some shit to learn, whether listen, uh, laugh our asses off here. If I say diabetic and pregnant, what does that mean to you? Well, that it's say it again. Big baby. Big ass baby. Yeah. It's a big fucking baby coming up. It's like so, a 10 pounder. Yeah. So you talking about a big baby. So for people taking the exams, by the way, there's a little FBC trick here. If you read the question and it tells you diabetic or gestational diabetes or anything like that in the question, look for things like shoulder dystocia, like Roberts maneuvers, all that thing, because this big baby's going to have a hard problem yeah. transitioning to the pelvic canal. So that's the learning part of it. Back to the carny situation. <laughs> so, when you're sitting here, and, and, and this is a fucking idiot. So, I consulted on this case. So, like, I did a, legal, a little bit of a legal nursing <clears throat> consulting on the TRC1 services. And uh, and this guy decides this baby's stuck. And the best way he can help this baby stuck is by doing a PCotomy. What? On oh, mom. Oh, what? Oh, I'm going to let you marinate on that while I drink this. Hold on. <laughs> Pisiotomy? A pisiotomy. Pisiotomy. Yeah, I'm Hispanic. I can't pronounce it. Like Pisioelectric or like. So how do you pronounce that again? A pisiotomy. A pisiotomy. Eat like eat. A pisiotomy. A pisiotomy. E pisiotomy. E pisiotomy. E pisiotomy. There you go. E pisiotomy. Anyways, basically, man, doctors used to cut a little slit. Wow. Let the baby out. But oh, so this this motherfucker, he thinks he's pretty smart. He's it's like on. a bag of rice when you can't get all the rice out. <laughs> you just gotta like you got you just gotta like cut the rice bag. <laughs> oh, the rice shit. Is- oh man, damn, I love you, man. So so listen, man. So this motherfucker decides he's gonna cut up. He's gonna cut a slit. Oh. Right? He's gonna take a scalpel and he's gonna do some doctor type shit. No, thank you. Obviously, not in the scope of practice. <laughs> correct? <laughs> this is fucked up. Where do you think this motherfucker made a cut? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Down the backside? I don't know. Like, If you're going to make a cut, where do you think you would cut? Where should you cut? To make the hole bigger, right? Yeah, you're trying to make the hole bigger. <sighs> I mean, I guess towards the back, of course. I mean, well, I When you mean that, do you? let's be medical professionals here. The taint? 
Yeah. Are you cutting my Yeah, the, 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 the skin between the, the opening, the, the most rear. <laughs> so when you have a, the most rear portion of the, the of your vagina, I would attempt to meet it up with the back, or the most frontal portion so, of your asshole. Proximal, <laughs> proximal to the asshole. Baby. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where most, most of us- Medically turned, yeah. Well, you, I don't know, the, I don't know the gentleman that did this, this is his first- But he goes like sideways, gentleman. like, you know, he cross, cut, oh. he cut her clit. Ooh, ooh. He cut at the top. Some people just don't know where it's at, bro. <laughs> he cut the flag man, dude. Oh, he cut the flag shit. man. He fucking chopped the flag he down. fucked up. Yeah, that's a bad ooh. one. Yeah. I mean, damn. <laughs> like, that, like that happened? That was a true story. Oh. He cut the flag man, dude. Oh. And you know, listen, man. Damn. There's no defending <laughs> that. Like, you know. No. So, you know, what I get called to testify on is, is this a prudent? Would there be something that any paramedic could <laughs> 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 go, hey, yeah, fuck it. After a six pack? <laughs> I, Not even. I, you know, how do you, I said, you know, with all due respect in my <laughs> deposition, no. <laughs> I went by sideways before I went I, to the front. To quote, to quote from Office Space, and this is on the record, by the way, to quote from Office Space, I believe you get your ass kicked or something like that. <laughs> That's what I would say. Oh, man. And basically, you know, like the way they present it is that they don't tell you that that's what he did, but they give you the case. They tell you, you know, before you, would you, what would you do in this procedure? And I would, and I go, nothing. <laughs> I mean, if it's gonna tear, it tears, right? And that's yeah. what most doctors do. They just let it tear. It tears, it tears, sir. You know, and I would do whatever it took to support mom and the baby. So you would never take a scalpel to aid in. <laughs> no. No. All due respect. Fuck no. No. The, and y'all, uh, I believe you get your ass kicked with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he laughed. You know, I got the job. <laughs> Anyways, so the you know there is shit that you could do that's not in your scope of practice. You know what I mean? Just not in the scope of practice for for what we do. You know, and it, it's kind of like I guess it's what this whole talk was about. And you know, it's uh we started it off pretty fucking south and bring it back. But let me bring, let me take you take you to another scenario. Common, not common. Man, that is like you. So got, what is it? You got like. I build up a gas in there right now. Yeah, it's my first one this episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's the greatest thing is I always like feed Ryan before we start doing it. And then I taste whatever this fit him. You know? So, so here's, here's another one, Ryan. So you have perimortem cardiac uh, pregnant woman. So you have, you know, per, perimortem arrest. So, uh, so you have this pregnant woman that's in cardiac arrest. You with me? I'm following. There's some protocols. I currently work at a place that has a protocol to do a perimortem C-section. And when you have this, like, you know, situation where you're doing this procedure that's not a, a, um, what you would call it, a, a, a regular paramedic thing, right? Right. How do you practice for that? On your own. <laughs> Dude, I tell you, there's gonna, they're going to find bodies. They're going to find bodies buried near you, bro. You're like one of those, you're a Dateline episode, which is why I like that you're living in my house because they're going to they're gonna interview me. I cannot wait. 
Like, did you know beforehand? Well, I had no idea. Sir, I thought probably. I just won fifty dollars for you interviewing me today because I bet this fifty dollars that I was gonna be on Dateline because Ryan killed, he's a serial killer. Uh, you'll never country, know. Traveling the country. So, anyways, so you can't, man, and that's basically how do you have this high risk, like crazy ass procedure that you're gonna do for? And and, and the reality is that. Uh, most places that's not an option <laughs> right uh, the, the, H, the AHA manual talks about perimortal uh, cardiac arrest and uh, um, uh, 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 I mean as far as like a pre OB perimortal cardiac arrest right, right. there's some some things that we do need to know about that like that algorithm is a little bit different and that algorithm does exist and I guess you know we can can we post like notes from shows and stuff like that. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Like we should probably put put that algorithm up so people. Can yeah, see we it. can do that. Yeah, yeah. Because like people don't know that that should actually exist. I was gonna ask you yeah. where that exactly. AHA thing? Yeah, yeah, it's in that. It's an actual manual. But it's not like it's not actually part of the ACLS. Like it's uh, part of the ACLS manual, and it's uh it's not in your regular ACLS manual, but it is in the ACLS for experienced providers. Okay, cool. So, um. And uh, so it was one of these things that actually when people come to class, I actually put it up on the board and we talked about it because there is test questions that are directed uh, on a, uh, a woman that's pregnant that's in cardiac arrest. So two, two things that we need to make sure that we do. We need to uh, make sure we're doing great CPR within four minutes of cardiac arrest. You with me? Mm -hmm. um, and that baby needs to be out within that four to five minute period. Okay. Now, first question, who it benefits from the baby coming out within that four to five minutes? Who are we doing the C-section for? The mom. Mom. Absolutely. Good yeah. answer. And the reason for that is because at that point, that baby Baby's is not viable. It, it's uh, something preventing return back to the home. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's one of those things that you, it's not anything for baby. Baby died when mom became child. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the things people need to know about that. One of the other interesting things that the algorithm shows is uh, where you have to actually place the IV. IV placement is important during this cardiac arrest. Look at that mouth breather. What's going on there? That's my other English bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Little cameo. Yeah. So where's the IV? Where should the IV be placed? Um, I would say uh, anti-cubital, preferably. Um, it's not the terminology they use in the algorithm. AC uh, uh, close above or above the baby, close to closer to the heart as you can be. Um, above the diaphragm. Above the diaphragm. Okay. Yep. So we need an IV line above the diaphragm. You know, preferably a, a large bore IV or large caliber, which is anything greater than a eighteen. Eighteen. Good. What does the literature say though? It doesn't show up uh, as eighteen gauge. Uh, IV uh, capable of delivering. Yeah, you gotta be almost. I want to say 110. Greater than 100 mLs per minute. 100 mLs per minute. Yeah, okay. I knew yeah. it was somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so that's you know one of the things that it says on there. The other thing is is that the way you do CPR on mom is super important. So you're gonna do CPR on mom either uh, with the backboard or or the mom tilted where she's left uh, 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 left side incumbent. Left left ladder. Left. Yep. yep, you're doing left lateral. And um, another episode, we'll get into the whole left lateral thing, but basically you're trying to get the most return back to the heart, right? Um, and if you can't do CPR uh, uh, with mom tilted, then you need to assign somebody 
to basically displace the fundus. So take the fundus and displace it left. So you need somebody to put all their weight and just push the belly left. Well, I mean, not all their weight. Yeah. <laughs> but displace left and, and then do CPR that way. So it's one of those things, you know. That Absolutely. The people just may not know that, that that's actually part of just regular AHA, you know, regular ACLS. Yeah, I feel like those types of bits of knowledge get frequently passed over and not passed along. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you know, like, listen, that's what this these exams and this shit's all about, you know. And it's just uh, amazing, amazing. So being drunk right now, being able to tell you this story. Reminds me of another thing I was talking about this morning. <laughs> so, you know, this morning we're talking about this dude I used to fly with. They, they was just, he was, uh, he's a fentanyl stealer. <laughs> so this dude would steal fentanyl. And actually, I've had two, two guys like that. They were just fucking crazy ass diverters, you know? <laughs> and uh, they would fuck themselves up with fentanyl, but because they knew they had to fly, they would smoke crack. <laughs> they wanted to be as alert as they could, you know? Yeah. So this dude is cracked the fuck out on this badass call. So we go on this call. I won't say mention where's that. But we go on this call where this dude I was waiting for a name. So yeah, this dude's bad, bro. This is this was a bad situation because this dude was such look, this is how good this guy is. I'm gonna tell you a fucking mind you, bro, this is the day like we get this point and, and like this dude looks like how he looks. And I go, oh, I know it. Because you know my family history that I know <laughs> what this looks like. And I go, oh, this motherfucker is fucked. He just ate all this shit. <laughs> so I'm on this. I'm like, I'm like, man. But, you know, it's one of those I can't pinpoint. But the motherfucker looked like he just ran a marathon. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, damn. But, bro, we go to we basically have a call where this little brother buried his twin brother in the sand. That's the call we got. They were like digging a tunnel or a fort, and the motherfucker just buried his little brother in the sand. Got it. Oh, his okay. brother, not little brother, because these are fucking twins. Buried the other <laughs> twin in there. I mean, somebody was born yeah, first, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we get, we land. They're still digging the kid. They're digging the kid. Like, what's they, the brother doing? He he got he went and got How help. Old so, is the brother? No, they're they're like uh like they're the same age. Yeah, they're like seven. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they're like seven-ish or so, seven, eight years old. They don't really want to get help right away. So they were digging a tunnel. Brother collapses. The tunnel collapses. You know what I mean? And he goes, fuck. You know, he goes and gets. So then they bring the kid out. The kid's obviously not breathing. He's just like the bluest of blues. And this guy, this drunk dude, almost said his fucking name. Jesus. This dude, <laughs> we can edit that out. This dude that is completely obliterated. This is his muscle memory that he has. He clears this airway with his fingers. He's just fucking digging in there. Because you ain't sucking in sand holes. And this guy goes, another dude goes to squirt water. And I got fucking goosebumps. He goes, he goes, no, motherfucker. You're going to make, you know, that's going to make it worse. Right. Yeah. He fucking, he's scraping, scrape, 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 sticks the laryngoscope in there. And he drops the tube in there. And as soon as he puts the tube in there, he takes a meconium aspirin. Bro, where he thought of this shit. Where he did, like, he just prepped this shit. Meconium aspirate on top of it. Suctions this glob of fucking sand. He don't bag it. He puts the tube through. He suctions this shit. Got a second tube prepared. Because that tube got full of sand. Drops that tube. Suctions that. He gets nothing out of it. Bags that tube. So he dropped that. 
uh, aspirator in the first tube, pulled out the sand, and knew that that's what was going to happen. That was going to shit and had it prepared. Fucking boss. Wow. Fuck. So, 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 I tell you that story because I was using it like as a, that's how bad, that, it, it just, his, his functionality. Um, <laughs> God, that dog is unconscious. <laughs> Look at that. Jeez. It's not so me. tired. Jeez, oh, very hold tired. Hold your breath for a second. <laughs> so you know that the the they just like that dude was so functional on that much drugs that's how that's how good his muscle memory was did you smoke rocks today go home <laughs> so you haven't you know I, don't, I, I but what i'm saying is this man is that that dude thought of that scenario before Absolutely. That guy, that guy, something similar. That guy either saw something like this or some shit. Like, I mean, just that lived in that dude's mind. There was a common denominator it, 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 that brought it, it, those it, together. Yeah. Regardless of his issues on the side of what he was doing, he was thinking, that's the motherfucker you want on your call. Yeah. yeah. That's the dude that's an expert at what he wanted to do. And, and it, you know, something that I've been, this, this week, we've been dealing with this, and I've talked to Trish about this and stuff like that. There's people that want to wear a flight suit, and then there's motherfuckers that want to do the job. And that's a dude that wants to do the job. Yeah. That's an expert at this fucking shit, bro. Hell yeah. That's the type of shit that I, that, I mean, I sleep and I think about some of these motherfucking <laughs> things where I'm going like, man, like this is, like, fuck, did somebody think about this in there? Man, nobody stopped. Man, shit. How many people did I kill not thinking about this shit? You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the type of stuff. That's a guy you want on this job. You know, and it's like, man, that's that's the difference between the road person and the motherfucker that's the expert that lands. You're an answer person when people call you in this job, man. You should be a resource, yeah. not a problem, not a like, this is too sick to fly. Let's take the ambulance. Let's do this shit. Nah, motherfucker, you call. They call you. You fucking show up and you do the job. Make things better. You do no. the job. You Ric Flair this shit. Woo! Yeah. Woo! You know what I mean? So listen. That's okay. <laughs> you, know, you you yeah. you walk in. You walk in, and that's the guy you want. You know this is. They, <laughs> you walk in. Hey, you know, this is, I, 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 I love Ric Flair. Yeah. I love wrestling. You know, I love wrestling. And, and it's just like that. But Ric Flair lived that character, right? Oh, yeah. Anything you know about Ric Flair, all the stories you can listen up on that guy, that guy actually lived the Ric Flair life. And, and he would tell you, and he would go, he goes, you know, listen, I can't talk about this shit on TV. And they have some motherfucker not see me get out of a limousine. So everywhere I go, I ride in a limousine with a fucking $2,000 suit and six bitches around me. Because that's fucking Ric Flair. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's like, you know, yeah, to his detriment, you know, sometimes. But, you know, it's like, fuck. You know, Still Ric Flair. Yeah. So that's why, like, people go, man, why do you wear so much shit? What do you do this? What do you do that when you go? Because you know why? I get off the helicopter. I'm that resource that I'm selling that I am. Fuck yeah. You know, I get off. I'm that. I'm that guy. And maybe it's conceited, maybe it's that shit. But you know what? I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to fucking look like I do. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to people. And, you know, I'm very honest about what I, what I do know and what I don't know. But you got to be that fucking resource. Yeah, and that comes from, I think, uh, the, you show up for one person. That's for the patient. Yeah. yeah you, know, you didn't show up for anybody else, you know? You, you know, lack of confidence is a, it's a fucking detriment in what we do, man. If you ain't confident, you can't make decisions. 
I think I think lack of confidence. Well, in this job in particular, lack of confidence stems from. Um, I mean, I might be saying some shit a lot of people might not agree lack with, but experience. huh? lack of experience yeah i think well i think a lack of confidence comes from a lack of really wanting to do what is what it is you're supposed to do to you know while you're here um i think uh, uh with a certain intent and tenacity and, and just wanting to provide a certain you know uh, uh intervention for somebody like i think that goes out the window when you you're just completely open to learning and new experiences and then trying to figure out a new way to just give that, you know, when that comes from, that's where you're, you know. Well, you you know, you can simulate a lot. You can talk a lot about it, You can scenario it. You may be able to practice some of the shit. But a lot of shit we do, we do off of theory alone. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's shit we do on theory alone. So the lack but, of experience sometimes doesn't really mean there should be a lack of confidence, right? No, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I want to yeah. make sure that that's clear because that's cer- certainly not where I was going because... Confidence has nothing to do with experience. Experience, well, experience certainly builds confidence. However, um, what I don't mean to say is that uh, uh, a lack of confidence comes from a lack of experience. A lack of confidence um, can certainly stem from, regardless of how much experience you have, like you don't have the, you're not here for the right reasons. So you're never going to be in that position to confidently operate. Um, yeah, you know, like everybody yeah. likes that thought of fucking two chicks at the same time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, <laughs> yeah, and you can't get your dick up. Yeah, you know, exactly. you, you know, it's like you can't, you get there, you, your dick ain't showing up for the game. <laughs> right, you know, right. you're there, you're dressed or right. undressed. You're like, cleats are on. Let's see how you fuck. You fuck with the football cleats on. Uh, you don't? <laughs> fucking but, grabbing that carpet. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Foot of the bed, pushing. <laughs> Man, that's some weird shit happening in my house. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you know, but like, it's so that's the thing, right? You, you, I want to be the dude at the gangbang. Then they go, oh shit, the pivot man showed up, and that yeah, yeah. shit, you know, that's that's the thing. It's like you gotta have that confidence, and is and is. Uh, I would say that it, I don't. I've, I've been, I've worked at places who have interesting interviews. We've talked about that before. Like they have interesting processes to get people on. There's places that, that don't test the people at all. They, they, your orientation is your test. You know, right. can you make it through this process? And and, 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 I, and I see good and bad in both of those. But you know, like just, just the ability to pick the person that you know that is gonna like uh, be a badass at the job. Like that's hard to do, and I think, yeah. and I think, and I, and I always go back to talk about the Bayflight days and shit like that. Do you, you know that that group of Bayflight people that, that I worked with at that time, they they're like they run they, they, most of the helicopter EMS in and uh, like Southeast US. You're talking about like the the presidents of you know the Metrans and the Air Methods all worked at this one place. That's crazy. They all we all worked at the same little four helicopters program in, in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and most of the guys running the helicopter EMS in the United States right now, like they came from those areas, man, and like they, they came from this area, and it's like because they were some confident people, like the 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 the, the male or female, it's just some confident motherfuckers that walking in there, and it's just like, well, you they they found that person. Yeah, they may not have had the knowledge, but they fucking had the confidence to learn it. 
Yeah. And that shit came from that. Yeah. And, and that, and you, I think you did a better job than I did of expressing what I was trying to, the point that I was trying to make is like, it doesn't take the experience for that confidence, but those guys were okay. confident because they knew why they were there. They, they woke up and said, they if I have the ability to do so, I'm going to make sure that somebody goes home today that might not have had somebody else showing up on scene. Today. I want the ball. I want the fucking ball. Give and that's what ball. I'm trying to say yeah. is what you were just saying. Yeah. Absolutely, give me, absolutely. Give me the ball, man. That's what I want. They, and that's the people you look for, man. How do you assess for that? How do you find those people? Well, man, man, they just present themselves. As yeah, all. absolutely. You know, yeah, that's all it is. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that I'm sure the military has a good way of finding those people. No, yeah. the way you were, the, the process you were just talking about, it's the same. Yeah. It's a, they just present themselves and you, hopefully you recognize it when it is presented and you capitalize on yeah. it. Yeah. Because, you know, man, like I'm a, I'm a fan of watching people that, that are necessarily look like they're out of their league where they're playing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like the Doug... It's surprising, yeah. man. It's surprising. The, the Doug Fluties of the world. Like, how's this short motherfucker in the NFL kicking some ass? But you know what? You, I'm sure you don't even know who Doug Fluties. Look Luke, on your face. You saw that, man. It's like... God damn it. <laughs> I, like, I, I, anyway. I haven't seen that movie either. <laughs> No, man, it's not a movie. It's a real dude. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, like... Our listeners know what we're talking about. Just, just, just these people that, that just, like, look out of place, but they're fucking badass at what they do. Oh, yeah, certainly. You know, a guy like Mike Tyson, for example. A lot of Mike Tyson, you know, if you say boxing, people say Mike Tyson. You know Mike Tyson. Right, right. right. Yeah, right. Cool. Yes? Oh, you know? sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I was... yeah. Go ahead. Okay, you know who Mike Tyson is, right? <laughs> who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So, like... Yes. Because you were, you I was going to tell a story. I didn't want to interrupt. Go ahead. But at, di <laughs> at dinner time, we were talking about boxing. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm an avid boxer. Yes. Yeah. Well, as an avid boxer, now to put you on the spot, what makes Mike Tyson? What made him such a weird champion? Like, what was odd about Mike Tyson being the champion that he was? Why was this guy? Like, what? Why would people that knew boxing go? God, I'm so shocked. This guy is that fucking good. Why is that? Do you know at all? No, like I can't think of anything. No, his height and his arms length, arm length is okay. unusually small for a boxer of his caliber. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I look at Mike Tyson. The only thing I think of is like aggressiveness. Like that man is mean. You fucking hit it mean. just right. You hit you hit it just right, right? Because he doesn't have the reach. Right. So he couldn't fight with the reach. So what did Mike Tyson do? He got in your ass. He got <laughs> in your space. He got fucking in your space and he fucked you up. Yeah. Because he can't reach that far. And he he, he 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 overcame that thing and made it into a fucking positive situation. Right. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, so like, I guess the, the message, the parting message is in the things that we want, that I want to say to the people in this podcast, the thing is, is that like, whatever disadvantage you have is your super strength. You nailed it, like ex exactly. Whatever disadvantage you think that somebody else that came before you has it, and, and you don't have that, that's your super strength. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you're not trying to make your one of your super strengths out of your Weakness. disabilities, you're yeah. not looking in the right places. Absolutely, capitalize on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. man. And that's and that, and that is you know the going away message because when you look at the superheroes, the comic books, and all that stuff, you know you, they took a horrible situation in their life and they turned it into their superpower. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean? yeah. oh yeah. So uh yeah man. That's all I gotta say about that. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
until till the next time and you know hey man everybody's been listening i appreciate it and uh, you know just keep liking the stuff download it give we, us give us comments you know we've been seeing some good growth it's really yeah, fully appreciate yeah. the uh the continued uh the following everybody you know, get involved you, you, I don't know if you want to add on that Patreon stuff you were talking about earlier like as far as like, the episode that, that, that oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we talk about some crazy shit <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff we have a disclaimer you know and that covers yeah. our basis most of the time yeah yeah <laughs> you know but um, here in the near future uh, we're gonna have a, a platform for people to, to chime in on some of the things that we don't necessarily put out to everybody um, you know, whether that's just uh, more in-depth, um, you know, teaching or, um, you know, medical stuff or whatever, just crazy, you know, like that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah, it's going to be out there here in the near future. You can check up on that. Yeah, if we have about an hour to waste, if yeah. you want to pay, you go there. Yeah, your, your first paid for episode yeah. is yeah. going to be... Phenomenal. Yeah, you will get nothing out of it but <laughs> other than peeing your pants. You may pee yeah, pants. I, I, I peed a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you guys out there. See you in the next one.